Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Jet like that was completely unnecessary. What do you mean? Look at this exhibit. Gun and jackal. Well, this exhibit is done now, though. It's finished. It's perfect. Jackal? What? Do you have an opinion on this? And as long as he doesn't pull his weapon on me again, fine. Just leave the lighter in the exhibit. Not that I'm scared of him. I'm just. We're supposed to be a team, and we're. We got to figure out this Felder thing. Like, now. We're wasting time. Yeah, but, but we are supposed to be a team. And look, look, here we are a team in your exhibit. And you pulled, you drew a gun on him. Look, it's what like, the hell, jet lag? Imagine someone kidnapped your child. Would you do anything to get them back? Yes, this is not the same thing. Not even close. Have you seen this lighter? Yeah, don't you have a kid? Didn't you say that last time when we were in Idaho? I do. And this lighter is like my child. Look at how pretty it is. It's so cool. This is what it's all about. Okay, Jackal Jumper, does this strike you as odd at all? As not usual behavior? have looked too close at ourselves. We need to move on. I mean, I'm it ready to go. Back. I am. This is Fine. good. Uh, this is great. It's perfect. All right, let's let's, let's keep going. <laughs> Here, Felder. Oh, so I was gonna ask. Now that we've been through all these museum exhibits, who's still above their first breaking point? I am not anymore. <laughs> I, I broke a little while ago, but that was right. my first one. Yep. But every. I'm still hovering just below it. Uh, that's fine. That's, I'm checking to make sure you're all below it. That does start to influence things ever so slightly. How do you yeah. determine the next breaking point again? It's half it's, your... It's your previous breaking point minus your POW. Okay. Yeah. That's why you want that super high POW, because it makes your breaking point super low comparatively. It also gives you yeah. super sanity. But Yeah, no. All right, so kind of, you're walking through this museum, and... Now that you've been here one, you've kind of been exposed to the weirdness of its exhibits. You're you're starting to kind of see through it, for lack of a better phrase. Like it, this thing really is in a warehouse, as best you can tell. But also, it's definitely not. It's again kind of like that town. The way Jumper was explaining it, there's kind of an overlay, there's like an overlaying effect going on, kind of thing. Like you see the museum as it's been presented to you up until this point, but also the reality of it, what it is kind of like shoddy workmanship. Um, 
as nice as you thought kind of thing initially. Like it's smaller, but somehow still the same size. Uh, it's not making sense. Like there's a real kind of twisting of reality going on as you're walking through this place. That's it, maybe not painful to think about, but it definitely kind of like nags at the back of your mind in an exceedingly uncomfortable way. But so we're after the Felder exhibit. That would, I think, seem. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, so the Felder exhibit, you've kind of find your way there. Again, like, you didn't realize it up until now, but navigating this place, it almost seems like you're coming to the places you're trying to get to without actually trying to look for them. Like, you're just almost like, it's like you're thinking, hey, we need to go to that exhibit, and you take a few steps, and you're kind of there almost. Like, almost like the place is bending in reality around you so you can get from exhibit to exhibit faster. And the Felder exhibit is confusing so it's not what you thought the felder exhibit would be it's divided in half on one hand you have kind of the story of wilhelm felder uh german youth from the early 1800s uh his time in germany and then kind of towards the center of the room you see the shift in the thule society taking over and then it kind of transitions into Something more akin to the Felder you met. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the supremacy. It's the hate crimes. It's the mad wizardness. Like there's a diorama of his zoo showing things, including kind of like little models of all four of you kind of storming the zoo and stuff like that. Uh, it mentions how you courageously struck down all the monsters in there. Uh, it's as best you can tell, it's an accurate depiction of who Felder probably was across Felder's life. But then it gets even weirder. So kind of at the end of the Wizard Felder part, there's an Egypt exhibit? Like it's like a temple of sorts almost dedicated to... It's it's like parts of an Egyptian temple. It's like a room you could step into kind of thing. It's got kind of a temple or maybe like a tomb vibe to it. Maybe this is the donation. Going in there? Jack will step in. I check my magazine. And I step in. All right. I'll follow. All right, so inside is a large statue that you immediately recognize as kind of a more traditional Egyptian kind of sculpting depiction of the figure you saw in the paintings at Felder's Farm. It's a little more stylized. It's been painted kind of to match those same kind of colors you saw in the various paintings that this kind of black shadowy figure showed up in. But it's just kind of standing in the middle of the room. It's a big statue. Wait, I'm sorry. The statue is of the black figure? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like, it's like painted black or something? Maybe, but it also might be carved from a black stone of some kind. Like, it's really impressive how well they captured the blackness of that painting in a sculpture. Is it watching me or anything weird? Sounds like an alertness check. 61 out of 58 failure. Nah, but it's it's surprisingly well done. Like aside from the fact it's like eight, ten feet tall, it's remarkably well detailed. I uh don't like this at all. You recognize that thing? Yeah, I do. He was in the paintings at Felder's farm. And he... One upstairs. I was with you in that room, wasn't I? Well, that was the one with the lights. 
uh, that were that were going on and off. I honestly don't. At a at a game, was he? He wasn't in that painting, was he? That was just the the farmhouse, right? No, he was, was in he that in... painting. He was in that one. He was in the one later on in Felder's bunker. He was in both paintings. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, he winked at you in that one. The farmhouse right. is in the background. Right, right. He winked at me in the one in the farmhouse one. I saw him in the basement too. The the cell the the cavern, whatever the hell it was, the bunker. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was in that one. And then he was. Uh, remember, we saw it upstairs with the our flashlight beams in it. I do remember. And then, yeah. And then he was downstairs in the, uh, you know, the, the the bunker, the zoo, the in Felder's cavern. Um, there was another painting that he was in, and he stepped out of it. And I don't particularly care to hang out around a statue of him. Is there anything else in this room that we could be looking at? I'll take a look around. I failed to search 72 out of 51. Yeah, someone did a pretty good job of kind of replicating a bunch of, like, traditional Egyptian wall carvings and stuff, but yeah, beyond that, nothing really stands out. It's a pretty, like, nondescript room. It's kind of cool they have this big statue here, but kind of weird they have the side room dedicated just to it that's got no explanation to it. Is there a name tied to the uh, picture? I mean, the statue? No. But everyone give me a pow check. Oh, crap. Ooh, I got a one critical. I got a 70 out of 65 failure. Failure. I got a 71 out of 60 failure. All right, so everyone who failed, you kind of slowly walk towards the statue and subconsciously raise a hand up and kind of place it onto the statue itself. Uh, Agent Jackal, you're watching this all happen, kind of going like, what the hell are they doing? And the three of you all touch it, and you're immediately kind of thrown mentally to... Maybe it's Egypt, maybe it's the Sahara, maybe it's just an endless sea of rolling sand. You're not quite sure, and this figure is standing there, alive, kind of dressed in a white robe, looking at all of you, bemused is probably the right way to describe the expression on his face. Like it's, it's a mix of confusion, surprise, and almost pity as he looks on all of you. We're not physically transported. We're just seeing this. You're not sure, actually. Like You feel the heat and stuff like that. Uh, Jackal, you probably still see some standing there, but at the same time, like for all purposes, you feel like you're in a desert all of a sudden. Okay. The figure kind of looks at you. Looks at Aubrey. Hello again, Aubrey. I see you brought your friends to meet me. By the way, it is time. Can I know your name? I have had many names. And I suppose in these remaining moments, I can converse with being such as yourself in a more friendly manner. I have been known by such titles as the Black Pharaoh, but I refer to myself most commonly as Nilethrotep. Names are unimportant, though. This whole conversation of the grand scheme of things is unimportant. And as he's talking, like you just feel kind of waves of... You're not sure what just kind of radiating off of him. It's kind of hard to look at him, even. 
Now I know who you are, Aubrey. Who are your friends? They are my fellow agents. I knew that already, Aubrey. I know everything about you. It's just polite for ones to introduce themselves in the presence of a something larger than oneself. Well, they call me Jetlag. Kind of looks at you bemused as this. Yes, I suppose they do. And you? I guess here I go by Jotun. I don't know where we are, though. Where is unimportant? You are both here and back at Haster's Museum, I suppose, all at the same time. You humans have such a limited concept of space, time, place. But as I said, Aubrey, it's time. Time to run. Run, Aubrey. Take your friends with you. Run. And you kind of, like, again, you kind of, like, whip back to reality as all this. You just got to take kind of two sand damage for this whole process, but you kind of, like, slam back into your bodies as the sensation of all that, and... Yeah, you're back in this room with Jackal looking at you just absolutely confused. What was that about? We met the Black Pharaoh. Black Pharaoh? You met him? His statue just transported us to the desert. I don't know why you didn't come with us. No, you you three just started approaching it. Things are going to end? And he told us to run. He said it's time for something. We didn't ask what. Did he mention Felder? No. But he seemed to know who Aubrey was. Agent Jumper, I mean. Well, did you know him? Aubrey? I mean, other than... I mean, I met him in the picture when we were raiding Felder's place. Remember you touched that artifact and he told you it wasn't time that one time as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he kind of communicated with us, well, with me, when I was touching the artifact. Sure. So you've met him before. But he thinks it's about time. Well, do we feel like we're under threat? I mean, why? what are we running from? I, I, I would say we're under threat. It's, there's a museum of us. We, we thought we were going to lose the element of surprise. We got here. They have goddamn exhibits built for each and every one of us. They know exactly who we are. They know everything about us, wherever the hell it is. I don't know if it's this. I don't know if it's this creepy statue. I don't know if it's Xanthus. I don't know what. But yeah, we're in danger. Say it's pretty obvious. All right. So while you're kind of adjusting back to reality, Jack will give me an alertness check. Three out of 57 success. All right. So it doesn't make sense, but it's almost like the room around you is starting to phase out of existence. Like you can maybe kind of see through it almost. Like it's like someone's kind of sliding up, like a slider ever so slightly in the background. It's just kind of, it's making it more and more transparent with every passing second. You can't see through it, see through it, but you can maybe like, start to get the idea of what's on the opposite side of it kind of thing. It's not it's not good though kind of thing. Like everything seems to be kind of fading out around you and like some of your clothing starting to do the same thing. Maybe the gloves you were wearing are starting to kind of 
go slightly transparent as well. Is anyone feeling this? Seeing this? Room starting to disappear. Well, we should probably get the hell out of here then. Yeah, this. If he points it out, do we notice it? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm I'm stepping out of the tomb then. Yep. Let's get out of here. Yep. yep we'll see. All right. So now begins the fun part. Everyone, give me an athletics check. Jeez. Go out of shape. Athletic. Ooh. Ten out of thirty-six success. Actually, oh wait, no, that's eighty-one out of thirty-five failure. Fifty-nine out of sixty success. That's alertness. Where's athletic? Oh, there it is. Hey, I'm pretty decent at it. <laughs> but I still failed with the eighty out of fifty-three. <laughs> All right, so jet lag and jackal both give me pow checks. Uh, 15 out of 80 success. 16 out of 85 success. All right, cool. So what are you two thinking about? Like, what are you, for lack of a better phrase, kind of visualizing in your mind? Is it the exit? Is it the outside of the building? Like, what what are you focusing on kind of as, like, your mental waypoint to try and escape this place? I think for me, it would be kind of the front desk. All right. Uh, I'm thinking about going Back through the maintenance room to the truck. Sure. Yeah. Well, that both look kind of off of the same area, so that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, you take off running, and everyone else is kind of running behind you. They're lagging a little bit, but you're, you're moving as fast as you can. Uh, so, I see another round of athletics checks on this. You make some good progress, but again, kind of, it's almost like this place has become kind of almost a maze of sorts. Like, you, you keep passing the same hallway, but not the same hallway kind of thing. Like, you're definitely going down paths you've never seen before. Let's see another round of athletics checks. Wait, are they, would they be running in the same direction? You're all running in the same direction. Yeah, you're following them. Okay. Ooh, I got a crit- yeah, critical success. 33 out of 35. 85 failure. Oh my gosh, 63 out of 53. I failed again. All right, so it just comes down to Agent Yoten. Again, kind of like picturing the way you escape in this. Give me a pow check. At plus 10, because you've got a critical on athletics. Like, your mind is in in step. You're kind of making good time. You're thundering in your chest kind of thing at this point. I'm sorry, do you say plus 10? Plus 10. Nice. Okay. Yep, just 10. Yes, 31 out of 75 success. So what are you you picturing? I would also be thinking backdoor, because that's where the truck is. I'd want to get to the truck. Yeah. All right, so... One more round of athletics checks from everyone. Oh, 96 out of 60 failure. 64 out of 35 failure. 19 out of 36 success. First success with a 45 (laughs) out of 53. All right, so you know how this works by now. Those of you that can see the athletics checks, give me a pow check. Success, 69 out of 85. Fumble, 88 out of uh, 60. All right, so kind of you're you're racing down this hallway and you come to a fork. To the left is, as best you can tell, the kind of main lobby you came into. To your right, and this is kind of, again, this can't be happening, is a sign, is a, that's not a sign, a door that Aubrey knows all too well. It's her, her mother's room back at the kind of, at the, Nursing home, for lack of a better phrase. It's simply on a small plaque next to the door. Margaret Black. But shit. 
I'm going to run for that door. All right, so you go to that door. Everyone else goes to the left, and they find themselves in the lobby. Aubrey, you find yourself in your mother's room, and it's it, it's different. Uh, it's how you remember it, but it's also kind of a dark reflection, like maybe the way someone who doesn't always remember where they are remembers that same room. Like, it's still technically a medical room, but it's kind of it's a it's a nicer one because it is a facility they keep people in for dementia and stuff like that. So your mom's sitting in a bed, kind of kind of looks sad and alone and stuff like that. I'm going to go up to mom, uh, try to get her out, try to get her out of here. All right. So your, your mom kind of looks at you. She kind of like reaches out and grabs your arms. Oh, Aubrey, I'm so glad you chose to join me in Carcosa. It's so wonderful here, isn't it? And now we're going to cut back to the lobby where jet lag... Yoten and Jackal are. So you bust into this lobby, lobby kind of through the bus through. You don't know where Jumper is. And what you're seeing before you does not make any sense. It's the same lobby you were in previously, but out the window that that kind of looked out over the makeshift lake. The scene you're seeing is impossible. You're looking at a white sky with black stars set against. You're looking out across a giant lake and kind of off on the left, wrapping around to where you are, is this... I guess it's a city. It's an impossible city, though. Like, it's alien architecture that makes no sense. It's both jagged and kind of bulbous all at the same time. And it also kind of reminds you of a Renaissance or kind of older French city of some kind. It's very, it's very grand and wonderful, but also kind of horrific and sharp to look at simultaneously. You three give me sand checks. Failure, 82 out of 61. Failure, 82 out of 55. Failure, 81 out of 47, but I beat them. All right, so... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a matter of slicing at that point, I suppose. So this is going to be another D10 sand damage. Oh. It's, just kind of, it's, it's an alien landscape. You are not on Earth, as far as you can tell anymore. All right, so two of you suffered what's called kind of a semi-catastrophic sand damage, and you're rendered a bit catatonic, if you will. Yoten, you can kind of try and push them along with you, but you kind of... So Jackal and Jetlag, you both are just kind of stunned in this moment. Like, what you're seeing is impossible. There's two black suns setting across the lake from you kind of thing. Like, the waves are rolling, you hear the waves, and you're looking out a window. Like, this is uh, this is a normal window, as best you can tell. Like, you you know what you're seeing is the realest thing you've ever seen in your entire existence. Like what was there previously when you looked out there was just a, was a paltry lie of everything you've come to expect out of reality at this point. None of it was real. It's all just fake. And you're kind of struck by this. Yoten, you're not struck by this. You kind of managed to sneak under the kind of severish sand damage at that point. What do you do? You try and grab your comrades and drag them out. You just make a beeline for the door. What's the plan? Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't try to leave alone. All right. Give me a strength um, check. You got to drag them along. Or what do you got? Trying to shake them out of it? Like, what's the plan? You're trying to yeah. get them to come to? All right. So that's a psychiatry check, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for specifically for Jackal. I'll let you do both at the same time. 
you want me to roll two checks or just one? Yeah, just one. I don't know. Psychotherapy? Psychotherapy, yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah, 18 out of 12 failure. Damn close still, ironically. Yeah. So you have unnatural, correct? You have some unnatural? Very little. Four, yeah. So looking out across this, you realize this is Carcosa. And you're kind of looking at your two fellow agents. You have no idea where Jumper is through all of this. But there are worse places to be than Carcosa. Just saying. Give me a pow check. Just me? Yep, just you. Four out of 65 success. Yeah, so you, you kind of shake off some kind of weird alien tendrils that are trying to work their way into your mind. You got some time still. Like, mm. again, like reality is weirdly fading out around you or fading in at this point. You can't quite really distinguish the difference. What do you do? You got to drag him with you? You got to try psychotherapy again? What's the plan? Um, yeah, let's try. Um, well, no, I mean, psychotherapy is not likely to work. I will, I guess, try to drag him along. Yeah. Sure. Just strength? Yep. 60 out of 50 failure. All right, so you try to start moving them, but you kind of like, you stumble and you fall. You're trying to drag two full-grown adults at that point. It's a hard task for anyone, especially you kind of thing. So both at the ground and kind of snap out of it. Um, but kind of like you're all on the ground now and reality's getting real weird around you. So everyone's back to being alert. But jet lag, would you really leave this museum without your lighter? I don't think I would. Well, if it finished the exhibit, I actually think I would. Made the exhibit perfect. I mean, the exhibit's perfect, but you wouldn't have the lighter anymore then. I'd go back and get it. Yeah. Try to. That sounds like a thing you would do. So you're going to take off running into the direction you've decided that your exhibit is in. So that leaves just Jotun and Jackal left here on the ground. Uh, I assume you guys get back up and you're. What's the plan? You going after jet lag? You going after jump? Or are you just making a high tail for the door at this point? Um, I think we have to go after them. We can't leave them in here. Okay. No. All right. I have no idea where jumper went. Uh, Jackal's run. Uh, sorry. I have no idea where jumper went. Jet lag's running that away. Let's catch. Let's. Well, shit. Let's just backtrack and try to find jumper. Let's run after. Yep. Okay. Let's just get running. Come on. Speaking of Jumper, we're going to jump back to Jumper, and you're in the room with your mom. She's kind of... She's there. Like She's also more kind of lucid than she's been in a long time. She's very excited to see you. She's super happy you decided to take this vacation to Carcosa. You got to try and fight this? Like, What's the plan at this point? Um, Yeah, I need to get her out of here. This place is dangerous. Give me a pow check. Okay. I succeeded with the 37 out of 60. Yeah, so kind of like there's this weird, calming blanket feeling that's being slowly put over, and you kind of shake this off, and you realize it's a trap. Like, something was trying to drag you down into accepting your fate here, and you're going to grab your mom? Yes. What's your strength again? Uh, uh, 10. I'll say you can lift her with that. Like, she's a tiny old lady who's probably kind of wasted away some. So you kind of, you lift her up and you start, like, you head her for the door, I'm assuming? Yes. All right, cool. So, yeah, you you do that. You're kind of, like, you're heading towards the door. So, jet lag, you're running through this insane maze 
looking for your lighter. I, the, the place is kind of warping around you. Give me a pow check. Well, about 85 success. So you are laser focused on this lighter and like it doesn't make sense, but it almost seems like the place is bending to getting you back to that lighter as fast as possible kind of thing. Like you, you right. should go get it. Absolutely. Like the place is just kind of bending to your will almost. And hallways are straightening and kind of shortening to get you there faster and kind of behind you you do kind of realize that jet lag uh, not jet lag uh, yakel and yoden are both chasing after you kind of thing like your shortening of these hallways has somehow brought them closer to you simultaneously uh, i'm ahead of them enough though where i'm not worried about getting caught you're maybe not totally sure they're there kind of thing you're pretty laser focused it's more kind of just setting the scene of your bending of this place has been beneficial to them and them finding you kind of thing. Like your yeah. laser focus on this has been so, is so powerful. It's reshaping this museum to focus on that. Okay. Yeah. What you doing though? You're running, you kind of like trying to be stealthy about it. What, what, what's going through your head right now? It's just straight up running. Uh, I don't think I would be stealthy. Yeah. We're just yeah. straight up running for it. Yeah. All right. Give me athletics. Six out of 36 success. Yeah, you are pounding pavement through this place or carpet or whatever's on the ground of this museum. Yoten, Jackal, you see jet lag. You have no idea where Jumper is. What's the plan? And he's just running away from you into this museum as fast as possible. We gotta go for for jet lag. I don't know where Jumper is. I just shout Hmm? I just shout Jumper. (laughs) Alright, so give me a pow check on that, actually. Fumble. 88 out of 65. So the jumper exhibit kind of materializes, but yeah, you feel compelled to kind of go check that out, I guess. Uh, Jack, you're still chasing after jet lag? Yeah, I'll I'll kind of turn and just keep running after jet lag. Alright, cool. Alright, we're gonna jump back to jumper at this point. So you're trying to exit this room, you got your, you're carrying your mom, She's upset with you now. She wants to stay. She's never been happier kind of thing. Like, it's... Why are you trying to take her away from Carcosa? It's it's wonderful here this time of year. No, it's, it's not safe, is basically what I keep telling her. You sure. gotta go. You gotta stay with me. You can't stay here. Alright, so you are you get to the door. Uh, you gotta open it kind of while holding her? Yes. Alright, give me a dex check on that. Alright. I fumble. Well, I don't fumble. I fail with a 79 out of 60. Um, you don't quite get it open, I guess. Like, it's it's hard to do this all at once. You're holding a person, trying to open a door. You know how that yeah. type of thing goes. All right, we're jumping back to jet lag now. You are running. You have kind of... You're not sure how. Maybe you're subconsciously doing it. Maybe you're consciously doing it. But you are back at your exhibit. And the room is just kind of bending to make it even easier to get to your lighter. Um, I mean, at that point, I'd go up the lighter and I think grab it out of off of it. Cool. Little stand. Cool. Yeah. Give me a pow check. Okay. Seventy-eight out of eighty-five success. So, as you grab it for a split second, you think, "What if I stayed here in the exhibit? Like, what if I just sat here?" where I put the lighter, then I could have the lighter and it could be in the, you shake that off. Like, no, that's stupid. Why would you stay here? You can be out there showing people this lighter. Like, they deserve to see this lighter kind of thing. So, you whirl around and you see jet lag kind of running into the room with you. Sorry, I said, I said, I said jackal, right? 
Jackal. Yep. Yeah, so Jackal, you're up. You kind of see Jetlag. He's standing there with the lighter. He's a little bit crazed looking at this point. But happy. Come on. Come on. Let's get out of here. All right. All right. I'm ready. I got what I came for. Let's go. Okay. Turning around. Running. Yep. Running. All right. Both of you give me athletics checks. Jackal, uh, 71, failure. Yeah, it's, Failure for jet lag. Just kind of stuck in the maze. Like the, that weird laser focus jet lag had that made it so easy to get out of here is now it's gone. He has what he wants, and kind of it's back to being this shifting place of rooms and walls, and still around you, everything's fading. All right, so back to Jotun. So you're in the Aubrey Black exhibit, but it's kind of it's crumbling's the wrong word. Like the facade of how well it presented her is kind of it's peeling away slowly. You're seeing kind of more of what's probably a less sensationalized version of that or kind of successes or failures, a more maybe realistic version, but she's definitely not here. What do you do? Um, and I, I, there's no way I can spot any of the others. They're nowhere near you at this point. Yeah, there's nowhere. Okay. I guess I would just, I would yell jumper again. All right. Give me a pow check. That's a success. 49 out of 65. All right, so yeah, kind of as you're yelling jumper, you're focusing really hard, and maybe you're stepping out of that room slowly, and you see kind of around the corner from you a door marked for her mother. It's the door from earlier again. It's the door for Margaret Black. All right, well, I think I connect those dots, and I pull open the door. Yeah, and you find jumper behind there, kind of holding this... You think it's a woman, but it's kind of... What you're seeing there is kind of more like a it's, corpse is the wrong phrase, but it's kind of like almost a mummy, kind of like the Felder thing from previously. But at the same time, it's like it's wrapped up in a bundle and stuff like that. What, do you do? what the hell? I gotta get my mom out of here. Thanks for getting the door, but we gotta go. Jumper, I don't think that's your mother. What do you mean it's not my mother? I don't, I don't know think how that's she your mother. Here. I don't think she's here. I don't think that's your mother. That doesn't look like a a, a person to me anymore. All right, give me a pow check, Agent Jumper. All right, I failed with a ninety out of sixty. All right, so your 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 mind wavers, and the thing you are holding just kind of evaporates, turns to dust, kind of just crumbles away and floats off past you. Give me a sand check. Failed. Ninety-five. Good God. Take 1d4. I take three points. Oh, you are right in that line. Uh, I would like to offset this actually to my mom. Sure. No, that makes perfect sense in this case, so let's roll that pow. Alright, let's do the uh, the 1d4, sorry. For the pow offset. Four. Nice. All right, so it still costs four, and you do lose four from that bond, but you do offload that entire sand damage onto your mom. Oh, man. My my connection with my mother just got broke. Like, horrible. Is it gone, gone, or is it, like, just nothing? At no, this I'm down to six. Starting into 13, I'm down to six on it. That's not terrible, really, but, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, sure. It's not great. Yeah, so... All right, so we're back to the running, I guess. Like, so Jotun and Jetlag, yeah. I'm sorry, Jotun and Jumper, you're together now. Jetlag and Jackal, you're together. So let's go back to Jetlag and Jackal. See, let's see those athletics checks. 
Ooh, uh, critical, 22. Nice. <laughs> Fumble, <laughs> 55. All right. I've played with my food enough on this one, I guess. So, Jackal, give me a POW check at plus 10. That's 48 out of 90. All right. So, you kind of I'm focusing it on the exit. You want to get out of here. You're remembering that horrible kind of sunset you saw, and suddenly you just kind of round a corner and you're back in the lobby. Unfortunately, jet lag is nowhere behind you. You're not quite sure what happened, but you can hear kind of, you faintly remember hearing the sound of a lighter falling and hitting the ground and bouncing off somewhere. Uh, you, you, maybe you can hear kind of the remnants of jet lag trying to find it. Um, it's not clear what's going on at this point, uh, but got to jump back to Jumper and Yoten. Give me athletics checks. Sure. Yep. Well, I got a 74 out of 53, so a failure. Yeah, this, this a, maze is a maze. I got a 54 out of 35. This maze so is definitely it. a maze. All right. Back to Jackal. So you're, you're going to try and find your friends. Like, you've gone back into this place once already. What's the plan? I'll shout back to Jetlag. All right. You got to yell for the rest of them as well, or no? Yeah, I'll, I'll yell all three names. All right. Give me a pow check. 68 out of 80. So again, kind of like just around the corner, you suddenly see Jumper and Yoten run into the room, but... Not jet lag. Uh, kind of like seeing through the walls, maybe you kind of see him getting farther and farther away trying to find this lighter of his, but yeah, no, it, 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 it doesn't look good. We're going to jump back to jet lag now. So you are lost in this maze. You are trying to find this lighter. It kind of seems to, now that you've dropped it, now that you've actually lost it in the maze by accident, it's impossibly hard to find. You kind of slowly drift deeper and deeper into this museum that with every kind of like turn you make, it's less and less a museum and more and more just a straight maze that geometry makes just absolutely no sense. Give me a sand check. Success, 8 out of 51. All right. Six sand damage still. Uh that pushes me past breaking point number two. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump back to the other three. So you're standing in the lobby. You you have no idea where jet lag is at this point. Um, what's the plan? You have this kind of horrific sunset happening behind you, I guess, or kind of in front of you, but now you're facing. Like, it's a nightmare to behold, but also just beautiful and wonderful simultaneously it's the realest sunrise you've ever witnessed it all makes sense like why would you want to leave can't leave jet lag here i'd say that's true even after he pointed a gun at you but we have to we can all we even... shout we all shout at the same time yeah you'll hear us in these hallways somehow when i shouted you two showed up would we have heard him or was that just incidental it's incidental. Uh, we didn't hear you shouting, but let's... Uh... We'll try anyways. All right. Give me a pow check. Each one of you. 27 out of 80 success. 20 out of 60 success. 
45 out of 65 success. All right. So, again, focusing on him, you kind of, for a brief second, you see kind of him run by the open doorway into this room. Uh, Jetlag, give me a pow check. Critical 22 out of 85. All right. So, against all odds, you managed to snap your attention away from trying to find this goddamn lighter. It's, it's eluded you. It's maybe it's lost to this place. Who knows? But you do notice kind of your squad standing there. They're, uh, they're definitely looking for you. Do you go towards them or do you keep trying to find the lighter? I will go towards them. I got the critical. I was able to snap out of it for at least a little bit. All right, cool. Yeah. So you're all in the lobby at this point. What do you do? Come on, we gotta get out of this maze. We must be close to the truck. Can we go? Is it, like, is it obvious the way that we came from the lobby? Or no, not? it's the lobby you've been in previously. Nothing weird about the lobby. Okay, so we can we can easily backtrack from here to yeah. the exit. Okay, yep. all right. Give me athletics checks again, everyone. If you're gonna go for that door, twenty-seven out of thirty-six success. Fourteen out of fifty-three success. Yeah, so I failed yeah, fifty-eight out of thirty-five. Yeah, so this place is big, impossibly big. Like you feel like you're running for minutes, half an hour, an hour, just trying to get across it. You're like, you're definitely making progress, but it's slow, and at the same time, you're making no progress. But eventually, you kind of reach the other side of the room. Yoten's kind of lagging behind some. Yoten, give me a pow check. 91 and a 65 failure. All right, so you make the mistake of like you're, you're maybe you're winded, you're tired, you kind of yeah, you look back over your shoulder at this strange landscape out the window. And part of you just kind of what's the right phrase? gives up a little. It's worse places to be than Carcosa. Your boss is in here. Give me one last pow check. 89 out of 65 failure. Yeah, you just kind of walk towards the window and keep looking out at it. It's beautiful here in Carcosa. It's lovely this time of car this time of year in Carcosa. Alright, back to the other three. You've busted into this other room. You're running. Yeah, you kind of bust through this maintenance area. You get outside to your truck. Yoten's not there. What do you do? Yeah. Um I mean Run back in for him? Is it like normal outside or is it still Carcosa? It's normal outside. Actually, no, give me an alertness check. 17 out of 57. It's normal outside, but kind of from where you're standing, you can see kind of the outskirts of the town. And let me phrase what should be the outskirts of the town are not there anymore. Like you see, like maybe the imprints in the earth where something used to be. But beyond that, like you don't have a good view of the town because you're behind the building, but like the remnants you'd be able to see are just gone. Like there's it, there's proof they were once there, but they're not there anymore. So like maybe I remember seeing a house or something. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there were some trees out back here, so they're just gone as well, kind of thing. This is the remnants of Brookville? Yeah. Um, so what do you do? I don't think we can go all the way back in. We can't get lost in there again, but we can try to get his attention again. Or if we have a rope, 
you can tie me on a rope and I can go back in and that way when I find him I just gotta follow the rope back. Alright. I mean Let's try it. yeah. Do we have a rope? And you got a rope in our truck or something? I'll say you do for the sake of this conversation. Okay. Alright, tie a rope, go in there. Get him back. Alright. Wish me luck. Alright, so what you tie the rope to the truck and someone like goes to the door and to the other door? Yep. yep, jet lag's going in. All right. Jet lag, you're going in? Yep, just like tied the rope, the other end of the rope around my waist and go back in. All right, so while this is happening, Charles Xanthus kind of steps beside Jackal and Jumper. I do so love tragic end to a masterful play. Quite the performance, Agent. Quite the performance. What do you mean, tragic? Well, let's just say it's curtain call, and I'll be packing up my toy. I'll be packing up my effects, my sets, and my new town, and moving on, so to speak. So uh, you see the rope kind of going into the door. It's kind of held open slightly by the door. The building just kind of starts to fade out of existence as you're watching it. Um, both of both Agent Jackal and Agent Jumper give me a sand check on this. Like you're watching it fade out of reality. Mm, I'm gonna, yeah, okay. Success, forty-eight or fifty-seven. I fumble. Fifty-five out of seven. You're just overcome, but so, and you look at Charles Anthos and. Uh, maybe it's how far down the ladder you are at this point. Maybe it's that you're finally seeing things clearly, but Charles Xanthus is not Charles Xanthus. He is an 8, 10, 50-foot-tall human-ish figure clad in a vibrant canary robe. Atop his head is a, a crown of sorts. His face is a kind of sinister, but also joyful uh, theater mask. He kind of looks down at you and slowly from inside his robe extends a hand out to, to, uh, out to kind of reach yours. Agent Jumper, you're mine. Wary, might I recommend you join me for a rest? You kind of slowly, shakily reach up, kind of, you put your hand in his. He pulls you to his feet, and he walks kind of into the slowly vanishing building. Agent Jackal, you are seeing kind of all of this. The thing that was Charles Xanthus has given up its human form. It is a robed figure in canary yellow that's legs are a mass of maybe their tentacles, maybe their feet. The hand it extended out to Jumper is both a hand and also a grotesque mass of tentacles that kind of slowly work their way around her wrist and upper body as they walk into the slowly vanishing museum. And suddenly you're just alone at the spot the museum in Brookville used to be. Give me one last final sand check. Success. So you're still going to take three points of sand damage after that one because there's absolutely no way that's normal, but you're standing there, you have your truck, there's the indentation of the lake in the ground, 
and you're looking out across the town that used to be Brookville. It's just gone, though. Barely any trace it was ever there. The town has just vanished. The museum has vanished. The lake has vanished. It's just a crater in the earth. It's the sun, the normal sun, the singular kind of yellow-red sun of earth is starting to rise above the horizon. It's here you stand. I'm going to pick up the rope and try to pull it in. The rope just ends. Like, it's been cut off from whatever it was attached to. Probably just sit down on the ground. <laughs> Time passes. Like, you're probably there for, what, a couple hours or something? Just kind of thinking about all this? Yeah. Leaning against the truck. Yeah. A kind of almost cruelly or ironically of some kind, uh, a piece of paper kind of driven by the wind kind of floats and rolls up into your leg. You pick it up, you open it, and it's a simple piece of paper that reads, we'll always be waiting for you in Carcosa. And that's a picture of the other agents there with a kind of big, a big, very stylized version of that strange yellow question mark thing kind of as a backdrop through all of that. And that's where we're going to end things. Hello, listeners. Charlie here, uh, Negative Modifier's GM, editor, and a bunch of other stuff. First off, I hope you've enjoyed our first season. If you'd like to support the show, please drop a review, a like, or whatever your chosen platform show of appreciation is. It goes a long way to helping out the show reach more people, and that helps us keep going. If you have any friends or family who might enjoy our show, or for that matter, enemies who would absolutely hate us, consider letting them know about us. Hell, it would be very Delta Green just to walk up to strangers on the street and tell them about Negative Modifier. Just saying. If you feel so inclined, we also have a Patreon with some exclusive content we encourage you to think about supporting. Its fees go a long way in supporting the show, keeping us going, allowing us to improve the podcast, and I can't stress how important this is. Most importantly, keeping my pugs fed and quiet during the recordings. Again, thank you for listening, and we have plenty more Delta Green and Negative Modifier coming your way. <laughs>